0: tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoriamis. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoriamis to help us continue to make high quality and Tori-tainment for you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your nightly Ocean to Ocean 2022-2023 tour after-show wrap-up, pre-show pre-wrap, preview pre-wrap. Hello. I'm so thrilled to be here to talk about the 15th show of this tour in Rochester Hills, which is essentially Detroit. I'm thrilled to be alive just waking up. Waking up is a, a privilege and a treat. Right, I woke up on the right side of the ground today. I heard somebody say that, maybe it was in a TikTok, I don't remember, but I'm, I'm gonna adopt that. How are you doing? Well, I woke up on the right side of the ground today. So I'm thrilled to be here and I'm excited because we have a special treat for this episode. We have somebody calling in, we have a caller. We have a caller to share their personal experience later on the show. So that makes it very exciting. But let's talk about Rochester Hills. Torium was performed on July 9th, 2023 in Rochester Hills, Michigan. And the set list was as follows. Big wheel, ocean to ocean, addition of light divided, suede, pancake with the Ohio Bridge, bells for her. The band went away for Baker, Baker and Marianne. Then the band came back for Jupiter, beauty of speed, riot poof, bliss with running up that hill and Cornflake Girl. The encore was Precious Things and Sugar. And Rose notes that there was some sort of screw up in the song. We'll get to the bottom of that here in a minute. But let's do the stats because Rose is our resident stats statistician. So we're going to do the stats. We're going to tell you the stats that she lovingly puts together. Lovingly and compulsively puts together. Thank you, Rose, for all that you do. Big Wheel has now been played 10 times this tour. And that was the first time she opened the show with Big Wheel. So anything, anything goes. You think you, you think you got her all figured out? Relax. Sit back and just enjoy the ride. That's what she's saying. Let me turn your fantasy. That's what she's saying. Ocean Ocean has been played 80 times this tour. Edition of Light Divided, and 80 times in total. It's the only tour she's ever played this song. Edition of Light Divided just got played 62 times. Suede saw its ninth performance. Pancake with the Ohio Bridge, five. Gotta get down to it. God, I love that fucking bridge. Bells for Her has been played 12 times this tour. That was the fifth time she's played Baker Baker, and that was the first time she's played Marianne this tour, and it has not been played since November 3rd, 2017, in Washington, D.C. Hey, Jupiter's been played seven times. Beauty of Speed has been played 12 times. Riot Poof, five. Bliss, with Running Up That Hill, 20 times. Cornflake Girl, 76 times. Precious Things, 36 times. And Sugar, 11 times. Before we go to our caller, who's patiently waiting on the line, I'm going to go to these wills and wants. We're going to take care of the business before we get to the pleasure. You know, some people just get to the pleasure right away. But I think that the pleasure is sweeter after you're done with the business. And then you can just relax with the pleasure, you know? You can just be in your pleasure state and you don't have to worry about, oh my God, all the business that I left behind to, to feel this pleasure. Then you gotta go back to the business. That's not how I run my life. Business first, business in the front, party in the back. That's how I run my life. So let's talk about these wills and wants. Congratulations to everybody except for me because You know what? It's very hard to manage. Everything is so very hard to manage. My life is so difficult. Not only am I running this show, but I'm also, I have my book project, you know? I have my books. Leave me to my books. I have my books that I'm running, and (laughs) so I might. Did I forget to put in my wills and wants? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't forget to put in my wills and wants. Thank God. I put them in after I did last night's show. Okay, good. All right, let's pull some bonus material. This is B-roll. Let's pull B-roll. Okay, the bonus songs, I'm just gonna go for it. Giant's Rolling Pin. Okay, thank you for slapping me right in the face. Edition of Light Divided. Oh, wait, that was on the n- disqualified list, so no one should have picked that. oh damn. Okay, but it was nice to see an Ocean to Ocean song come out of the bag. We got Take to the Sky. That's That sounds like someone might have picked that. We got Bug-A-Martini. okay. So, so far, Giants Rolling Pin, Edition of Light Divided, Take to the Sky, Bug a Martini, Operator, would you help me place this call? And then, thank you. So those are our six bonus songs tonight. Giants Rolling Pin, Edition of Light Divided, Thank You, Take to the Sky, Bug a Martini, and Operator. Let me see. We've got, let's do Apollo's Frock. I bet somebody picked that. Oh my god, I just can't, I'm just giving bonus today. Jackie's strength. Okay, we've got eight. Let's do two more. Okay. Um, Sucker. If you pick Sucker, then you're in for a treat. And Juarez. Okay. These are our ten bonus songs. You know what? Ten's a lot. Giants, rolling pin, Edition of light divided, take to the sky, buga martini, thank you, operator, Apollo's frock, Jackie's strength, sucker and Juarez. Those are our bonus songs tonight, and I'm here for all of them. Those are all fantastic songs, and some of them are lovingly missed on the road. For example, where have you been, buga martini? Where have you been, Jackie? Where have you been, Juarez? Sucker, where have you been, sucker? Shout out to Will Henderson for the video that we played at the beginning of this episode, and we're gonna hear from him another video that he took here right now. While I go tabulate these bonus points, I'll be right back. There's no idea this is happening.
1: I'd like to report that by the next show, I'll know if I'm being divorced. Okay, babe, your sound is always good. You're very sound. So, um, this was a request, and I didn't put it in the set, and she's just been banging down my door. I had her at the bottom of the pile as I walked out the dressing room. I'm gonna do the other one, too. So, we're gonna have two. Here you go, here. Big, big, big Make me a Make me whole
0: again. Well, I'm back. I gave away points for Juarez and Jackie. strength and Take to the Sky. Not as many as I would have thought for Take to the Sky. But I did give away some points. Let's see who got the points today. Bonus points went to Candace for Take to the Sky. Lennon for Jackie. One Tipsy for Jackie. Unrepentant Aaron for Take to the Sky. Ellen chose Juarez. That's how I'm going to say it from now on. Juarez. <laughs> because that sounds delightful. And then Heather Mulligan for Take to the Sky. And I think that's all that we gave away. So... Congratulations to you all. And now I'm going to do our nightly participation prize winner. All right, I'm recording my screen in three, okay. We're gonna choose our Rochester Heels participation prize winner. Can you hear that? I'm gonna double check to make sure that they played tonight and if they didn't play, if you didn't play and you win, it's a participation prize, you know how this works. And the winner is James Farron. James Farron did play tonight. Oh, Jimmy, thank you for playing our little game here on tour all night. Jimmy chose Sugar and Crazy as his wills, and How Glass is Made, and Forest of Glass as his wants. I see you, Jimmy, I see what you're doing there. And his bonus song was Sweet Sangria, so he did get one point tonight for willing Sugar, and now he's our bonus prize winner. Congratulations, Jimmy. <laughs>
1: Go, girl.
0: Killing it, Jimmy. And now, with that being said, I'm going to read you the points. At the top of the chart is Gerald Huff with 270 points. Rose Crest sits in second place with 250. Christopher Whitney and Chrissy Olsen are tied for third. Oh, it's a battle. 240. Fourth place goes to Searsha and Mario for 220. And fifth place is a six-way tie with Nick, Evan George, Candice, Tron, Belinda, and Angela. It is still anyone's game. There's still 12 shows left. I'm going to 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 start giving away little points for everything. Now here's what I have to say. I'm going to tell you and then we're going to throw it to our caller. You know what? I cannot control the internet. Believe me, I have tried. I have tried to control the internet. It is a fool's game. I can't do it. So sometimes people will, sometimes people will tell you what was played at soundcheck. Sometimes soundcheck songs get leaked. I can't control that but what I can control is this goddamn game and there are rules. So once, <laughs> some, even if something is leaked, you can't change your answer. Once you submit, it's a final submission, except for in the event where you've accidentally selected a disqualified song because of a, a special rule like the food rule and Shay, it's up to Shay's discretion. Shay lovingly, let you choose again because that was a nightmare it was a nightmare for everybody and i'm sorry i apologize for that but you can't change your submission so everybody your submission is final all submissions are final rose can't control it sometimes things get leaked i don't know what's happening over there on facebook because i don't go on facebook but all submissions are final choose wisely Again, the deadline is two hours before the printed showtime on the ticket. Please respect your moderator. Please respect Rose's time. Please respect the love and diligent tabulation that Shay goes through every night. There's simply no changes. Again, thank you to Shay for everything that you do. And thank you to Rose for managing the Facebook side of it. Your mission is to concentrate. And with that being said, we have two days until Indianapolis and I have one rule for you the wills and wants the disqualified songs are of course a sort of fairy tale ocean to ocean god cornflake girl addition of light divided and big wheel those are still our disqualified songs our new rule for Indianapolis Indianapolis is every song that you choose in your wills or your wants has to have the letter i the letter i in its Christian name. So the song has to have the letter I in its Christian name. So, for example, Tom Bigby would count. Ruby through the looking glass would count. Amber waves would not count. You get that? You have the letter I has to appear somewhere in its Christian name. Cool on your island would count. Suede would not count. Sucker would not count. Operador would not count. Juarez would not count. Bugamartini would count. So the letter I has to appear somewhere in its Christian name. It's easy. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, Rose exposed a fallacy of our game the other day. She just sent me, and Belinda does this too, she sent me just the songs, no designation and the wills and the wants. And now, you know what? I'm telling you, if you choose something in your want If you choose a song in your want from now on here to the end of time or the end of this tour, if you choose a song in your want and it was a debut that night, you get an extra point. It's two points for that. So if you've chosen a song in your wants and she debuts it that night, then you get a double point because you've wanted hard. You've been willed wet and wanted hard. (laughs) You get it? Okay, with that being said, I'm gonna throw it to our caller who I love. Hi, Paul Roy. What's happening?
2: Well,
3: I'm going to try to get through this.
0: <laughs> Talk to me about the show. So you're on your mini tour. How many shows have you done so far?
3: Uh, this is my first one on the U.S. flag. So I'm on this one, L.A., San Diego, Paso Robles, Seattle, like that whole bunch. So, But I'm having this wild experience because I'm in my hometown. Yeah. And uh, in Detroit, like the houses are like two feet apart and my mom's asleep, and I can't, like, just step outside my house uh-huh. because there's, like, a- another house, like, two feet away. So I'm, like, sitting on the street, like, smoking my vape. Like, I'm, like, a 14-year-old, like, <laughs> trying to sneak a cigarette. Like, it's it's channeling back to my adolescence, and it's really fucking weird. I'm in the oh, suburbs. Well. well,
0: talk to us about the show tonight. You were there. You sent me some really fantastic pictures. I want you
3: to talk about it. Tell me everything. Well, honestly, it, it's super emotional. Like it, this might be a heavy one. Like, if that's okay, that's fine. Okay. What made you so emotional about it? What was so? Uh, well, I should probably start with like <laughs> the mundane and then work up to yeah. you know the pathos. Yeah. sound <laughs> <laughs> great. Start with mundane. And, by, by the way you can keep everything in this. It's fine. Like even emotional. I know what I'm saying. I'm okay with what I'm saying. So you can keep it in. You can, you can edit it even fucked up. I'm I'm in control. I edit nothing on this show. I was going <laughs> to warn you. I edit nothing. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, it was, it was really, a, it was really a lovely evening. Meadowbrook amphitheater. I mean, I grew up here and and I, have I've, I've, uh, I've never seen that place. And it's in Rochester Hills, which is a really picturesque sort of, ideal, uh, you know, sort of like, a, uh, idyllic, uh, way to grow up honestly. And it's a very pretty, very pretty venue. It's like a park and my mom and I arrived and there were these like picnic tables and everybody showed up and we were all having a lovely time. And we went and, uh, sat and my mom and I had second row center, which is about as good as you can get I mean, you and I both know you can't buy front row, right? So, um, it was really great. There was this guy that was sitting next to my mother. And okay, I want you to picture you're in second row and you and I both know the protocol. You know, you don't talk, you don't you know, you don't cause a ruckus. Mm. This this guy was like talking to my mom in the middle of songs. What? My mom is like a Midwest <laughs> I know, like and my mom is like a Midwestern polite woman and so she was like talking uh, to him and I was like I saw my whole life flash before <laughs> my eyes. I'm like <laughs> she's like there's like Tory one person and then my mom. So, like, this is, like, right in the line of center, right? (laughs) And I, I just pictured, I was wearing a black shirt, and I pictured Tori going, dude, Dude in the black shirt, what are you doing? <laughs> for five Get out of fucking my fucking seconds. show for five fucking seconds, Can he stop? So I like ribbed, you know, my mom with my <laughs> with my elbow, and I was like, "Stop talking to this guy." The guy turns to me, who's one seat over from him, and he's like, "What's your name?" I'm fucking blah blah blah, and I I lose my shit. You've seen me when I, I yeah. when I decide like um, decorum is not important. Yeah, I was like I. I was like... I don't want to talk to you during the show. And he was like, oh, 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 okay, that's fair. And that was the end of it. But I like, I, it was like a five minute of sheer panic. Yeah. Tori's going to call me out. All my friends above, like, you know, in the row in front of me are going to turn around and be like, why'd you bring that person? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) it was such a portrayal of the politics. You know what I mean? Oh, for Um, sure. (laughs) But, uh, no, the show, I mean, the set list was fantastic, but it was one of those shows where you almost kind of wished you were in 12th row. Uh Because the the speakers were a little bit too um, – you really couldn't hear Tori, but you knew that she was being great. You know you kn- what I mean? Yeah, like, you knew she you was there,
0: but she can't quite
3: make out what she's saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know she's
0: here. Is I this suspect okay? she's is, here.
3: Is this like what you want to hear? I okay. want to hear
0: your authentic experience. Um, Absolutely. I want to hear everything. I want to know what made you so emotional. Well, um
3: – I'm vaping, I'm sorry. When I oh. when I think I vape and so I vape all the time. Uh oh um, <laughs> <laughs> I only
0: vape when I think deep, deep thoughts and so excuse me.
3: <laughs> um, well, um I shouldn't say who. I because I feel like it it actually was somewhat not permitted. I, I, I can't I, I don't actually think this was permitted. Okay. But um somebody in front of me moved their chair and, and allowed me to go um, to go up into uh, the very front. It was one of those. It was one of those shows where like the front row is like five inches from the stage. You know mm, what I mean? It, it wasn't yeah. like one of those ones. So um, no, they were they were super kind to do that. Is this during the rush or in general? No, uh, Cornflake Girl. So right before, and then Cornflake Cornflake Girl ended, and I was like you know, I'd abandoned my mother one seat behind and I was like, no, I should probably move her up. <laughs> and everybody was so embracing of her, everyone. It was the sweetest thing ever. And, um, you know, my mom was right in front of me and I, I know after the fact now, the entire time, she had her little chin on the stage, her little arms on the stage. Like it was it was like, she's very diminutive, you know? Mm. And um, the whole time, apparently, She's smiling at Tori and, and waving, and not like a wave like at, uh, you know, a friend across the street. Like, this little, like, toodaloo, this little, like, how do you do? Like, this little, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, one of those little, like, dainty waves. Yeah. Do you? I, f- I feel like you just said like yes, a, but you don't like know a at little, at like, what I'm talking about. Like a little, like, palm clap, single-hand clap. You're very coy, like, like very, like, hey, how are you? Like, like just trying to, <laughs> and so... You'll have to send me a gif. <laughs> It's it's like a Tulu. It's like a toodaloo. Just Google a toodaloo, people. Okay. You'll you'll know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> so Tori's singing sugar and um I don't know like what was up with Tori, but like she did the most pronounced pussy that I've ever heard her do during <laughs> that <laughs> pussy. She's like, You're just She was like, you're just a pussy, and then grabbed it, and everyone around looked at my mom, like, looking at her reaction, waiting for her to clutch her pearls, and she kind of did. Everyone started laughing, and I think Tori, like, saw that and, like, kind of giggled, actually.
2: That's so funny.
3: (laughs) So, I'm sorry, is this story too rambling, or are you getting a vibe? for what's going! Don't, don't, yes, I want to hear everything. So the end of the show, the end of the set, Tori steps up, laser-like, singular focus. Like, I've never seen her be this focused. She walks beeline to my mom and just, like, z- sits down right in front of her and gives her... And she t- takes her hands in her arms and um, gives her, like, the, s- the sweetest moment. And, like, what is she doing? Because apparently she doesn't do this anymore. And she goes... My mom tells me afterwards, she said, Hi, I'm Tori. Um, I just wanted to meet you. Thank you for coming. And my mom goes hi tori i'm mary and like it, it was it was such an or it was such a sweet moment and um i think like uh we were talking afterwards and you know my mom is old looking i mean she she looks great uh, oh, 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 edit. my mom looks wonderful but she is a certain age yeah. <laughs> that's what i meant to say <laughs> Um we were kind of speculating afterwards. She looks a lot like Tori's mom. Like, she looks a lot like Tori Oh, wow. A lot. We were all sort of, um, and, you know, she's front row center. Like, she's at this point, she's the best, best seat in the house, right? Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, you know, my mom's name, I, like, whoever went backstage, like, the psychologist in me wants to know, like, what, if anything, there was a conversation because if that was the reason, there was some sort of, like, You know, there aren't often 76-year-old women in that position. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, right there in the front and center.
3: Right there in the front. And I sort of wonder if Tori went over, like, like, kind of, like, thinking it's a mother type. And then to hear, hi, my name is Mary. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I wonder if there was any, like, thing there. (laughs) But for me, like, why it was so special is just, like, and what makes me so emotional is that, like, you know, my mom was a really wonderful mom. And she had a really hard life. Um, you know, like, she had a very abusive husband. And um, she kind of, like, one of those people who there's millions of people like this in the United States who just work for every single dollar and, and really don't get to live very much. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, And so... You know, like, as I've gotten more successful in my career and as I just have more money and things like that, I've been really trying to give her, like, really nice experiences. And this is just such a special moment. You know, like, you know, Tori's so important to me. My mom is so important to me. just that like momentary little piece of kindness that she gave was so special and um like people took photos of it and they were so beautiful and I feel like they're the most like cherished photos I'm ever gonna have and it was just this like really small thing that she did and and it was such a small moment but it was so impactful because it was just like this moment of specialness that this woman who would never have something like that like you know to be in that just to be that close to a stage. And I think we all take for granted how special that is. You know, like you and I have been in that position so many times and I always try to be grateful and I never expect it. and I never like feel entitled to that. And I just am so grateful for that experience and to have her be able to have that, like it was so special and I'm truly going to cherish it forever. And then I have those photos. It's like, those are the photos that are going to be on my wall. You know, she's not, you know... she's not young you know what i mean like there's only so many years left and it was just such a magical moment and and um it it was just like such a it was so special to me um i couldn't hear the fucking show but um (laughs) like (laughs) but like i'm I'm always going to remember that and like i don't mind getting emotional on this because you know anyone who's listening to your show understands like the importance of of what Tori brings to our lives Mm -hmm. and it's the music, but it's not just the music, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the, it's the friends, it's the experience, it's the, it's all of it. And, and tonight was just really important. Like I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. And part of me wonders if like some generous friend, you know, a friend of ours maybe orchestrated that, but it felt organic. And everyone seemed really surprised And, and it didn't just touch me. Is my impression, like from talking to everyone after the show, it sort of touched them a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Not, not to the same degree. I mean, like you know, she's not their mother, but the the sort of specialness of it, I think, didn't just rest with me. It sort of the people, people, people noticed that and paid attention to that. It was, it was, a, it was a moment. So anyway, I've been talking for 20 fucking minutes. I'm sorry about that. But like, you've uh, only
0: been talking for 12. So don't feel bad. This is wonderful. I'm loving this experience. (laughs) Um, With your permission, I'd love to put that one of the pictures up as the episode picture so people can see what you're talking about.
3: Any one of them. Sure. Yes, I love it.
0: I'm looking at these pictures of your mom, like connecting with Tori. It's really beautiful.
3: It's beautiful. Do you see the smile? Yeah, I do. It's wild. It's wild. It's it's the most it's the most genuine smile, you know what I mean? And she was trying to play it off very nonchalant and then I gave her like half a bottle of champagne and she was like that was really amazing. Really? <laughs> she enjoyed it? <laughs> uh, she no, she did. She loves Story, you know, she's been to not as many shows as it, you know also your listeners have, but like, you know, more than the average person. Yeah. Um, but uh is there anything about the show that you wanted to know that I didn't mention? I mean this is a very personal sort of thing I'm sharing and I don't mind it at all, but it's not necessarily relevant to to people that are listening. You know it what I mean? Relevant. Is there, like, stuff
0: it, that... This this is what I miss by being out on the road. I miss these stories. Um how was it opening with Big
3: Wheel? Uh well, I think something was up with the sound because the first like two or three songs, it was it was um, exceptionally hard to hear her. So oh. I don't know if there was like uh, like Mark, I don't know, uh, flicked a switch or something. But no, you actually really couldn't hear it. Like you couldn't hear the first like three songs. Oh, so it was a little, it was a little bit rough. What but was pr-
0: what happened? I saw that something happened during Precious Things. Oh, she just fucked it up, but she fixed it real quick.
3: Oh, she did? Yeah, yeah. It was real fast. It was oh. it was just uh, it it was cute, but you know, cute. Nothing major.
0: Did you get your wills and your wants?
3: I didn't have any. You know, I mean, I looked at the set list from the few nights before, and you know, I'm uh, right now. I'm kind of easy to please. Like I, I, I sort of wanted to hear. You know, I love my uh, my Demon tour. I wanted some mm. Crucify, some Lady in Blue, maybe mm. um, and then like a smidge of Metal Water Wood. Um, none of which I got. But <laughs> it was it was actually a really great set list. Like I never thought in a million years I'd hear Running Up That Hill again oh, from her with Bliss. Yeah, did, did the set list include, did, did, did that get, um, yeah, I haven't seen the but, set list, did yeah, it show that's that?
0: There. Yes, that's in there.
3: Yeah, I never thought in a million years I'd hear that again, so that was great. Marianne, which I don't know when she played that last, but I bet you do. I
0: do know the last time she played it. The last time she played it was November 3rd, 2017 in Washington, D.C. 17, okay. Yeah, it's been five years, six years, what is that? Six years now?
3: Welcome back, Marianne. But I bet if we go back even further to see when she played it last before that, it's quite a while as well. (laughs) You're right.
0: I didn't go that far.
3: I'm not worth my salt. Yeah, you're really not living up to the expectations. I'm really not. (laughs) I have to Um, have every song. was great? You know, Sugar was great.
0: I think when you're saying you didn't get any of your wills and wants, you didn't, you know, whatever. Like, you can't will. Like, will magical experience want life-changing photos? Like, you got them.
2: You got your will and your uh, want.
3: Okay. Is there anything I said that needs further exploration? Like I feel like I just like vomited emotions at the uh, at the at the audience. (laughs) I've known you for no, I've
0: known you for twenty years, Paul Roy, and it's so refreshing to see this side of you because we all have our reasons for going to Tory. We all have our you know we all do this, and it sometimes becomes like what you said. Like we've all been at that front and center spot for many many times. We've rushed but we forget how special the experience is like on its face like how special that experience as its own experience can be and it's really nice to hear that it's really nice to hear you like connecting with the music in that way cuz you you famously don't do meet and greets you didn't put in a letter or anything right
3: I've never no I've never given a letter I've never given nothing and that's what's interesting about it is I would love to ask her mm. what was it that drew you you know, there's a hundred people clamoring for the attention, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. and my my understanding is she doesn't do that anymore, mm-hmm. like where she will you know give someone a hug or like that that's my understanding, I can't yeah. be wrong. so you know i'm I'm like, it what is it? Was it just the sheer oddity of an elderly woman in that in that spot where you wouldn't normally see one? Was it like a coy sort of charm of the little toootaloo like, was it and or <laughs> you know like what was it you know like what what made you do that but i you know like we take for granted that that's what you're just saying right like sometimes we take for granted that and i think i needed the reflection of someone who let's be honest like doesn't really you know she she shouldn't have been in that spot mm-hmm. not really no
0: you know maybe you'll never know why you, you should write her a letter and just let her know like i'll be back in la i feel like um I feel like it seems very like it would have been very special to her too. Maybe just because of the sheer oddity of it, like you said, but also like maybe they they exchanged an energy that it, it's clear that, like on that your really mom's is what face. I'm wondering. Yeah, it's clear on your mom's face. Like she's giving. Your mom is serving. <laughs> I want to, you know, because I'm a good storyteller, Paul Roy. I want to get a clear ending to the man next to you in the second row. <laughs> Did he dissolve? Did <laughs> yeah. he disintegrate? Did he melt into a puddle? Was he just simply a foil, an antagonist to propel you on your journey of this evening? I am a delicate flower. I know so, you are. <laughs> um, when
3: when when a, when a delicate flower, fu- but I am a delicate flower with thorns and yeah. so when the thorns <laughs> when the thorns come out people are usually quite surprised and the thorns come out is usually by breaking the social contract in some way shape or form mm-hmm. by calling someone out on something
2: mm-hmm. and
3: because of the sheer panic that i was experiencing of being that close and breaking such protocol, I think I quite scared him, <laughs> mm. even though he was about even though he was about two times my size and could have easily taken me out. Although I doubt he would have done so in front of like a person's mother, yeah. so that was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he he just my my little outburst, I think, just quieted him down because last thing you should do is uh, argue with a crazy person, and maybe that that's what I appeared like.
0: Yeah. So. Well, also, like, what is he doing? We're in the middle of a show. Shut up! Oh, oh. my. Oh my God and
3: I forgot to tell you like who he was with he was with like a really quite attractive woman of oh I'd say 30 years mm-hmm and he spent the whole time talking to my mom. What? And when he went up to go to the he went up to go to the bathroom, and he came back and he said to my mom, "Oh, I should have gotten you a glass of wine. I noticed you were drinking some wine." What? Like it was like so, it was so weird. And my mom commented on it too. She was like, "Why is he talking to me when he has a girlfriend with him?" That's like, so weird. It's just. The, the whole experience was really strange, but, um, but uh, hashtag Detroit. Hashtag Detroit. Also get yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm so glad you had such a great experience. This was a wonderful to hear you have such an emotional response. It was it was wonderful to hear your story, Paul Roy. Is this your favorite show of all time?
3: It is not. It's oh. not partially because I can't hear. Partially because I couldn't hear it. But, oh. um, but it was it was definitely a wonderful experience in terms of the venue. Everybody who was there. Um, and obviously, the moment that I shared with you guys, it w- it was a great evening. I just couldn't quite hear the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, that's part of it. But um, uh, no, Paris in the last five years or so, Paris holds the, oh, holds the Paris was so the, good, the top number. Yes, yeah.
0: Paris was so good. Um, when will I see you? Uh, I'll be. Well, I don't think we'll be doing any of the same shows this tour. I'm doing Denver, Phoenix, <laughs> and Re- and Albuquerque. why are
3: you not going to L.A., San Diego, Paso Robles, and Seattle?
0: Because I need, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bit traumatic for me to be on the road. I don't know. It feels a little. Uh, it's just hard for me to get out there. <laughs> what do you mean out there? You live in LA. <laughs> I no. Oh, I mean like the Greek oh, is okay. not LA. The Greek is the hills. The Greek is oh, the it Greek really is trek. Yeah, the
3: Greek is a track. Okay, can I just can I just vent on the Greek for half half a moment? Please,
0: um, for a full uh... moment.
3: I have an idea. Let's build a 5000 uh seat theater in the middle of a, of a neighborhood <laughs> that's basically a suburb with one road in and one road out. Oh, let's do it. Sounds great. Oh, by the way, everyone lives there. That sounds like a great idea. This Wait, sounds like I'll a only, great idea. I'll
0: only join this venture with you to do that as long as there's not enough parking for everybody so everybody has to be like tandem parked and locked into their parking spot and they can't get out if they want to leave. As long as you promise It would actually to...
3: be even better if like somebody charged $40 for that. Oh, okay, let's that's, do that. That's how yes. You can
0: Let's do that. Okay, Absolutely. Okay, uh, yes. Let's make it really miserable for everybody to get in and out. Any? Yeah. <laughs> let's just do that. <laughs> that was basically the planning meeting for the Greek theater. Yeah, so like that basically. That. Yeah. As long, I'll do. I'll only do this if it's not handicapped accessible. That's the only way I'm doing this venture. <laughs>
2: God. Oh my I god. Hate We're the too Greek. Much.
0: No. <laughs> I hate the Greek. The last time I was at the Greek was in twenty fifteen to see the weekend and I was like, I'm never doing this again. I hate the Greek. That's not true. I saw um Pat
3: Benatar there in like twenty eighteen or something, but yeah. did you hear you know the weekend show um the weekend show the idol on um, hbo max got i i believe it got cut off after three episodes really um not even gonna be yeah not hbo max is doing this like crazy they're they're producing content deciding it's not good enough and then they just shelve it and that way they can get a tax break they go by max now <laughs> i know they that's true that's true yeah no streaming anyway we're, we're but we digress
0: Paul Roy, thank you for being on the show. I will talk to you in Denver when you decide to add Denver, Albuquerque, and Mesa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just yes, all of those, yes, just do it. Yeah, just do it. And I'll probably go to LA. I have two tickets to the Greek that I bought, and they're in the pit. But I,
3: accidentally- I know they're great. I remember you paid a fortune for them. Yeah,
0: I accidentally spent seven hundred dollars on these tickets. It was an accident. So we'll see if yeah. Chicken I, doing that. Awful, awful. They're currently listed on Subhub for face value for what I paid, but I doubt they're going to resell.
3: So if they don't sell, I, I don't I'll be so. there. <laughs> I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you there.
2: then.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, Paul Roy, when do you come back to L.A.? Um, just in a day or two. So, oh. um, Yeah, just there a day or two, then Rudolph gets here next week, so we're oh. going to do the four shows together.
0: So. Oh, amazing. Well, I leave on Sunday for um, Denver, so...
3: Are you free on Friday?
0: I'm free on Friday. Isn't that wild? Friday it is. Friday it is. <laughs> so I'll see you Friday at the Eagle or the Precinct. And I'm, not, I, I'm currently um, not drinking, but I'll drink by Friday. I'll be back on my alcohol <laughs> bender by
3: Friday. Currently currently in the strictest definition, meaning right after yeah, this moment. Yeah, like at Sunday night, Monday morning, I'm
0: not drinking. I have work in the morning. <laughs>
3: Thank you for allowing me to, like, ha- Like it really was quite emotional for me. Like, this is a really important evening for me, and I appreciate that you, like, create the space to to share these moments and to kind of archive them because, like... We, there isn't another space that does that so like I really appreciate that you do it
0: thank you Paul Roy I'm here for anything you want anytime I am but a vessel just lay your thoughts on my body just put your hands on my keys lay them on my keys everybody I, I would say follow Paul Roy on all his socials but he has none so you're shit out of luck zero. zero socials bye Paul Roy don't hang up Bye. bye Let's give it up for Paul Roy. Let's give it up for Paul Roy's experience and Mary's experience. That sounds, it was a it was lovely time it sounds. And I forget by being on the road that every single person has a, a deep connection to a moment in the show. And I miss being out there hearing people talk about it. So this, I'm opening this up to anybody. If you're on the road and anything just hits you, if you want to just leave us a one minute voicemail, if you want to talk on the show, I'll make time up to you, however you want to do it. If you just want to note something down, I I want this to be a record. This is a record. So thank you to Paul Roy for sharing his experience. And let's talk Indianapolis, shall we? It feels good to be here in Indianapolis. You know, (laughs) I took a high-speed train. This show will be the 11th time she's performed in Indianapolis. She's performed there twice in 92, once in 94, once in 96, once in 98, once in 99, once in 01, once in 03, once in 07, and once in 09. She'll be performing at the Murat Theater, which she's performed in most of the time that she's been in Indianapolis. Shaggy has spent some time outside of the Murat Theater in a sleeping bag, living that sleeping bag life. I don't know about you, but I personally cannot imagine Shaggy not in a bed, (laughs) not surrounded by fluffy pillows and giant down comforter. I can't imagine it. I refuse to imagine it. That's how I will always picture her, taking a visitor. The first time she performed in Indianapolis was on the record was August 9th, 1992 at the Vogue. And August 10th, 1992 in City Market. I don't have a set list for either one of those because this is why you couldn't rely on those 92 straight fans. This is why you couldn't rely on those straight computer guys. This is why the gays had to get involved. The gays could hear a bat signal. We could hear that Tori was sending out a signal saying people are not archiving my shows. People are not saving the set lists. People are not online talking about their experiences. The gays, I need the gays. And so we arrived and that's why that's why everything is much better Archived now. Uh, but 92, I don't have a set list or a bootleg for either of those shows. So I'm going to have to take us to 94. In 1994, she performed in Indianapolis on July 16th at the Murat. And here is the set list. Guess what the first song is? It's Little Earthquakes, Happy Phantom, Icicle, Precious Things, Silent All These Years, Sugar, God, Leather, Baker, Baker. Bells for her. And she ended the main set with me and a gun. Encore one was "Cornflake Girl and American Pie Smells Like Teen Spirit. And Encore two, Pass the Mission, A Case of You, and Winter. And I do not have the bootleg for that. There is no bootleg as far as I know. Isn't that just a sin, a crime? You know, I'm not saying anything against the religious people, but I've read those 10 commandments and those are not the biggest sins. In my opinion, not bootlegging the show is a big sin. That should be up there. not keeping a record, an accurate record of your life. I'm sorry, you get but one life. Allegedly, you get but one life and you're gonna you're not gonna take video, you're not gonna you're not gonna record your life. you're not gonna hop on a podcast, you're not gonna send in a voicemail. you get one life. All of these experiences will eventually just wash together when you're old. This is why. This is why she had to go back to Indianapolis in 96 to hopefully get it right. Hopefully, someone would record this one. And spoiler alert, they did not. But anyway, here's the alleged set Beauty Queen Horses, Sugar, Blood Roses, Little Amsterdam, Cornflake Girl. Caudillite sneeze, space dog, frog on my toe, China, precious things, donut song, love song, Tallulah, me and a gun, encore one, Marianne, and thank you, encore two, pretty good year, and cool on your island with Sister Janet on the harmonium, and I hope you feel good about yourself for not recording that show. I hope you feel you specifically feel good for not bootlegging that show. You could have bootlegged it you could have she went back to indianapolis on november 30th 1998 this is wild to me that we don't have any bootlegs from indianapolis yet she went back november 30th 1998 and finally finally someone bootlegged the show and that show at the murat was precious things tear in your hand hotel past the mission girl and mary the band went away and secret time was mary Ann." Uh oh what fell oh one of the bonus songs fell The band went away, and Secret Time was Marianne, ATN, and Flying Dutchman. Oh, wow, that's good. And then the band came back for Northern Lad, Cruel, Space Dog, and The Waitress. Encore one was Tallulah Raspberry Swirl. Encore two, When Sunny Gets Blue, Famous Blue Raincoat, both of those were solo, and then Pandora's Aquarium. Roll it, Oliver. Give us that music, give us that sweet music. Indianapolis on September 5th, 1999 at the Deer Creek Amphitheater. She went back with Alanis Morissette. She said, you know what, here's a town where you can be relatively anonymous and no one will record our show. So they went back to Indianapolis and she performed God, Sugar, Juarez, an improv into Pass the Mission, Crucify, and Bliss. Secret Time was putting the damage on and Never Seen Blue, and the band came back for Concertina, Hotel, Professional Widow, and The Waitress. Encore was Precious Things. <laughs> here's the concert review from that night. Singers attract mixed audience. An interesting mix of audience members. Oh my God, this, these, okay, I, my eyes are terrible. You know what, I need, I'm afraid, I would love to get LASIK, but I, I've heard some terrible stories recently about people whose LASIK goes really, really bad, and then they like have layers of spots on their eyes. No, thank you, I'm too terrified. They gave the show a B+. Plus. And they said an interesting mix of audience members was formed as Alanis Morissette joined Tori Amos at Deer Creek Music Center Sunday night. The crowd was a hodgepodge how dare you? The crowd, don't call me that. The crowd was a hodgepodge of everyone from teenage girls decked out in fairy costumes complete with leotards and sparkly wings to men in khakis and Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirts. Now that's offensive. Although the crowds were from two totally different musical worlds, they came together as one to pay homage to their respected artist. Amos started off the show appearing on stage in a gray tank top and a pair of jeans, completing the relaxed outfit with a pair of black sling-back platforms. Amos kept her wet, simple... No, Amos kept her set simple with silver fabric panels hanging at varying levels above the stage and multicolored lava lamps placed by each of the band members on stage. Amos started off the show with God, a song from her second album, Under the Pink. The crowd erupted with appreciation for the song and remained on their feet for the majority of her hour and 15-minute set. Amos went on to sing such old delights as Pass the Mission, Sugar, Crucify, and Putting the Damage On. She also threw in material from her soon-to-be-released album titled To Venus and Back. Although the mix of material was diverse, many of the fans left the concert wishing classic Amos songs like Raspberry Swirl, Happy Phantom and Hey Jupiter would have made it on stage. You can't please everybody. Don't even try. You really can't. Everyone's always gonna complain. You get everything you want and then you complain that you didn't get Happy Phantom? That's how you're gonna spend the night? You're gonna spend the night complaining? God, Amos ended her set with another classic from Under the Pink, Waitress. Throughout the song, Amos threw her head back and forth violently as if the music had taken hold of her. Amos made good use of creative lighting, which gave her a spooky onstage presence. One of the definite saving graces of Amos' performance was her single encore piece, Precious Things. She let her band take the stage first to start pounding out the rhythmic opening, while she made her way out slowly, only to reach her piano and start the opening melody for which the song is best known. After a short intermission, the lights dimmed once more. They dimmed again, signaling the beginning of more a set set. No way! When the lights came up, the audience was greeted by a much more complex set than the fans had experienced with Amos. Okay, go fuck yourself, Indianapolis. I'm over it. That was Angela Mangianelli. No offense, Angela. Thank you for writing that. Thank you for preserving history. I feel like we are the same, Angela. Just different perspectives, but we are the same. We are of the same ilk, Angela, and I appreciate you. I see you. Thank you. But that's not it for Indianapolis. Tori went back to Indianapolis in October of 2001. And can you believe, you will never believe what she performed here in Indianapolis? She performed 97 Bonnie and Clyde, Siren. Rattlesnakes, one of my favorite improvs of the whole tour, Ghosts and Spooks and Maybe You came from that show light Sneeze, River, Spring Haze Cool on Your Island, Cooling Little Earthquakes, Upside Down, Playboy Mommy, Tear in Your Hand, Me and a Gun and End of the Maid set with Twinkle Encore 1 was Daniel and A Thousand Oceans Encore 2 was Silent All These Years Frog on My Toe and Pandora's Aquarium. Roll it Oliver Roll something good
1: you
3: Guys, is I'm
2: trusting on this. We should like bottle you up and take you around to the rest of the country because they really need you. Okay, so it's like you know, if you're bored, just come visit and I'll get you in.
1: <laughs> anyway, a um, couple of things getting ready for Halloween, it's been a real tough one. Because, you know, that's my favorite day.
0: Indianapolis on March 18th, 2003, for Wampum, A Sort of Fairy Tale, Little Amsterdam, Pancake, Cornflake Girl, Siren, Liquid Diamonds, Tallulah, Wednesday, Secret Time was China, Upside Down, and Imagine, and the band came back for Bells, Concertina, Northern Lad, Riot proof, Take to the Sky with I Feel the Earth Move, I Can't See New York, and I, I, E. Encore 1 was Taxi Ride, past the Mission. Encore 2 was Real Men, Solo, and Tear in Your Hand. The last time she was there, though, was August 7th, 2009, and the set list was Give, Beauty of Speed, Cornflake Girl, Starling, Crucify, Ireland, Welcome to England, Jamaica Inn, Hotel, Bells for Her, Peeping Tommy, and Cooling. Wow. Gold Dust. Wow. Then the band came back for Horses, Tear in Your Hand, Fast Horse, Precious Things, and Strong Black Encore was Raspberry Swirl and Big Wheel. All thinking? What are y'all thinking for Indianapolis? What are y'all going to choose for your wills and wints? <laughs> because remember, it's eyes only. The letter I only. Choose wisely. <laughs> Breaking news tonight from Indie Star Radio. This is the radio station where we read headlines from Indianapolis Indie Star newspaper to try and decide what Tori Amos will play in Indianapolis on July 11th. Okay. These IPS schools will offer pre-K classes upcoming school year. Oh, that's good. Starting education early. Ribbons undone. Police officer spots burning barn, hurries to rescue three cows trapped inside. Thank God he saved the cows. Like a bull in a china shop. Smash it up into smithereens. Goodbye, Pisces. When and where to expect closures on I-465 this summer. A sort of fairy tale. On my way up north. Up on the Ventura Post Malone's triumphant return to Indiana. Thank God he triumphed. Post Malone just recently visited the Ruoff Music Center and also in Indianapolis. Oh no, this is in the nation. This is in our national section. A judge ruled that sending a thumbs up emoji can be considered a legal agreement. So watch out people. You've always sent it as a passive aggressive response or like a quick boop. Now you're legally bound. You are legally bound to whatever you thumbs up. So thumbs up wisely. But one person I don't have to think twice about thumbs upping is Amy, our resident witch and card reader. She's here to read our cards for Indianapolis as she's done this whole tour and did the entire European leg as well. Follow her at majorgeminitarot.com and follow her on Instagram at majorgeminitarot. Book a reading with her. She's lovely. Take it away, Amy. I hope you have a good show, everybody.
4: We've got lovers showing up in Indiana. Good old Indy. Let's look at our tarot poll. First card I pulled was the lover's card. Um, this card is commonly associated with decision making. It's commonly associated with romantic decision making. So as you prepare yourself for this concert, as you're thinking about what your goals are in life and where you're at, is this a moment to take a stock of what's going on in the good old love life and is there a decision that needs to be made? Is there um, something that you're you're being sort of drawn to, a truth that perhaps you've not addressed? Um, We've got the chariot, that's that's encouraging you to move quickly, to get in the ring, um, to moderate yourself, right? As always, we've got Darlene with her lovely balloons and her little roller skates. Can't go too fast on roller skates, they're not roller blades, it's not a scooter. It's a device meant for pleasure and for getting yourself somewhere, right? So use that to sort of um, think about if there is an element of decision-making you have in your love life for this moment in time, for this, you know, you know area, for this concert, whatever, who am I going to go with? It can, be, it can be something as simple as that. Who do I surround myself with? Who are these people that are around me? Are they filling me up? Are they breaking me down? Let's take a stock of that. Let's, let's pause and think about that. Tarot is asking us to... Last card is Magician, if you remember, we pulled um, the magi- the High Priestess for the previous concert in Rochester Hills. Magician, you got a lot of black on this card. Black is the color of change. What do you need to bring into your life that is not there? What is in your life that you do not like that you need to remove or that is um, harming you in some way? There's lots of elements of sort of like you hold the keys for not only the, the tarot pull for here, but also the stars as well. So let's talk about that. Let's take a look-see. So we have a bit of a change. We've got Mercury moving from the sign of Cancer to the sign of Leo. So we are moving swiftly. Where is my life going? Moving swiftly through the movement of Cancer into Leo from any of the planetary alignments. For Mercury, it's significant only because this is how we communicate to one another. It's in the sign of partner. It's in the sign the house of partnerships, right? Again, we talked about this. These concerts being an incredible emphasis on like partnership and how we relate to one another. The other thing that um, I got a little nudge to talk about a little bit is, Mercury's in opposition to Pluto in the first house. What that means is, again, when you look at natal charts, if you've ever had a natal um, horoscope um, cast for you, There are different associations, mathematical sort of like equations based on like when planets are on top of one another, those are called conjunctions. And when it's in conjunction, it sort of amplifies the energy. When it's in opposition, it just means sort of like a conflict here or there, right? I mean that in the best way, a challenge an opportunity, if you will, right? Pluto is the planet of transformation. It's hanging in the first house. We talked about how that was in Capricorn. Again, this is the institution, the moment to reflect on how we sort of relate to oneself with respect to those different institutions that we have in our lives, right? In opposition to Mercury in the seventh house. This is a classic, um, I, I think it's a classic aspect that talks a little bit about your relationship to yourself and your relationship to others and how that is communicated and how that is valued. I would encourage anyone going to this concert or listening or thinking and experiencing this day and moment to really think and reflect about what you keep for yourself and what types of things you are giving or handing over to others. Leo is a very regal sign. I'm a Leo rising, so I understand what it's all about. We're into our hair and our appearance and our, we're very, you know, like to we're, we like to be in charge. Just put it that way. I think it's the nicest way of saying it. So if, if Mercury's in the sign of Leo, it just means, again, like, the beauty with respect to our words, our choices, very careful and how cho- and how we sort of speak about things, people, others. Right. And all done in a way that, um you know, is the Queen's English, like, you know, very beautifully done, very be- beautifully articulated, very regal in nature. Right. Um, Tori's a Leo. We'll keep an eye on this as we barrel towards Leo season. But that's just something I wanted to highlight for you all now let's take a look at how um tori's natal chart relates to what is going on in indy well here it is let's go ahead and pull this up all right so like i said from the last one there are a few things that are extremely significant and one once again you within the same degree you've got tori um, her venus is in the ninth house the concert venus is also in the ninth house same exact degree um, in leo as well this is just so significant. Leo, to have Venus in Leo is just such an awesome sign. Because to me, beauty and how we express beauty, think about like queenly, princely, royalty. There was always sort of this great emphasis on with royalty on like what they wear and their fashion. It's very trend setting, right? So you definitely see Tori and her approach to beauty and things. And she's very... Um, She doesn't get, I don't think, enough credit for what a visual artist she is, right? I don't know. I think that's something that is really reflecting on me now. So when you're coming to this concert, really pay attention to what do the visuals look like? What does her presentation look like? Do you notice that it's different from a few concerts before? If you had to contrast, is that in what way is it different? In what way is it the same? I would really hope to see a lot of that Venus energy come through and just the love of beauty and presentation, and also regal royalty. Like, is she talking differently? Is she communicating differently? Why is that significant? Why you know what what looks similar and what looks different, right? Um, so fascinating. Right. And then once again, her north node or her direction in life in cancer in the eighth house delving into those really sticky, sticky topics of other people's I, I, other people's stuff. Right. The, the death, sex and taxes house. And the son of the concert is smack dab right on top of her north node. It is also in cancer as well so again the content is going to be that type of content that we are interested in seeing learning from maybe you'll hear blood roses maybe you'll hear you know something deep and dark but like in a fun cancering way cancers okay so the crab right so they don't move forward they move sideways there's sort of a roundabout way about a cancer and um it's also a very intuitive sign deeply watery the watery of the watery signs maybe maybe pisces really has that classic um But I definitely think cancers do not get enough credit for their level of intuition in their life and how they're able to sort of move and change and shift because, again, they are linked very strongly to the moon. So as you go to this concert, as you think about the ways that you are, um, you know, fulfilling yourself, your service to yourself versus what you're doing in partnerships. Think about how you express yourself in your speech and really um, take advantage of the royalty of the sign of Leo and how the sign Mercury is expressed in Leo and why that is significant. And then again, think think about like how you have seen Tori present herself in the past few concerts and how she shows it today. So I'm very, you can't, it's just so bananas to have that placement right on top of the Venus of the concerts. So I'm really excited to see what you see. If you can't be good, be careful. We'll talk soon.
0: All Night is a production of the Sideways Society.
2: For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at Toriamus.com.